Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Kerry Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am extremely excited tonight as we have the hard rock metal band Hand of the Tribe coming on to join us in a moment. So I'm going to do a nice introduction for Dave Henriquez and his band, but before I bring him on, just want to do a brief introduction for my show for anyone new who is tuning in tonight. Um, I created this show because I have a background in interviewing and um, a doctor degree in clinical psychology. And one of the things I love to do is interview people. My other passion is the entertainment industry. So I really wanted to create a forum where I could bring people on and support them and combine my two passions, which are interviewing and entertainment together to create this forum to support people. Um, Personally, I know how challenging it can be to support yourself independently, especially if you're trying to do things on your own today in this world. So I hope that people can tune into this show and really learn about these guests that I have on. I take people on a really interesting journey and do some extensive research on my guests. So you're going to get a really cool interview and learn a lot of things that you probably not um, will hear about in other places with the guests that I have on my show. So if you're tuning in tonight, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. If you want to call in and ask questions, the number is 805-243-1320. I also throw out there, although I mentioned that I have a background and doctorate in clinical psychology, my show, my show sorry, is purely meant for entertainment purposes. Um, we do talk about things in an educational format sometimes, but the show is not doing any type of formal therapy. And also, I want my guests to feel um, open to discuss whatever they'd like. So if you want to share any humorous stories, potentially embarrassing stories, feel free to do so. But just please keep any identifying information out because we don't want to personally humiliate or embarrass anyone. Okay, so let's do a nice introduction for Hands of the Tribe, and then we'll bring Dave on. So Hands of the Tribe uh, originates from Boston, Massachusetts. It was formed by Dave Henrock, and as a interesting research on them, he was the former songwriter, producer, and guitarist for the national hard rock band that was titled Hourglass. Uh, Hourcast had some major hits. These guys toured extensively, And Davis toured all over the U.S. and Canada with bands such as 30 Seconds to Mars, Godsmack, Breaking Benjamin, Volbeat, and All That Remains, to name a few. He's also played at some major rock festivals, had his music featured in the Saw 3 soundtrack, and also the Wanted television show. And Hands of the Tribe, he's going to definitely get into it in the interview tonight. I don't want to spend too much time in the intro, but it also consists of some major national other musicians that have joined the band, including Emily Grogan, uh, Mike Odabashian, I hope I pronounced his name right, and Justin Plant. So we're definitely going to do some nice uh, stuff on them tonight and talk about their backgrounds, too. So please uh, pick up a copy of their new album, or as we'll say, EP right now, called Indigitalist. It is out, and it features their hit single, Everything is Love. You can check out the video. It's a crazy good video on uh, Vivo. So definitely go to YouTube and check out the video. All right. Without further ado, let's bring Dave on the air. Hey, Dave. How are you? Hey, Carrie. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. Just uh, excited to be talking to you finally, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I know we've uh, we've conversed a lot through messages and stuff like that, so I definitely feel like we have a personal connection, so it's great to have you on the show and promoting your band. 
Yes, thank thank you so much for having me on the show. Definitely, definitely, it's a pleasure. So let's do this, Dave. I always like to do some background. I always like to kind of learn about you as a person growing up and some of the background to see how you got into music, and then we'll start to transition into our cast, um, and then of course, you know, honing in mainly tonight on Hand of the Tribe. So yeah. let's just start out. Did you grow up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts? Is that where you're originally from? Yeah, yeah, I was about born and raised Boston, Massachusetts. Um, and, uh, you know, I lived here for eight years, moved to Florida for a couple of years. And, you know, we traveled a bit, but mainly from Boston, you know. Okay. So as a kid, how long did you live in Boston before you moved to Florida? Uh, I think it was uh, I think it was here until I was eight. And then we moved to Florida for for a couple of years and then came back. And actually, uh, I moved to, I lived in Mexico also. I was in oh, wow. uh, Mexico for four, for four years. Yeah. So okay. that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So let's, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about, you know, as a kid until you're like eight years oldish, growing up in Boston, you know, what was, what was that like for you? What were some of your interests? You know, before you get into music, if you can think of anything yeah, else that yeah. was um, interesting. Well, absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I was always, my, my, my biggest thing growing up was, uh, was drawing. You know, I, I always, I would just sit for days, hours drawing, um, you know, different things. And, and that's really kind of what I, you know, I focused everything on was, was drawing. And it's interesting because, you know, I, I remember like, you know, drawing with some friends of mine and uh, my buddy, he, you know, he was this amazing artist and, you know, we'd get together and draw and stuff. And one day we were at his house and, you know, he picked up a guitar and, uh, and and it was cool because I could see, you know, one of my good close friends, you know, playing this guitar. And I'm watching his fingers. I'm going, wow, it's amazing. And uh, he just showed me. And, you know, he showed me a 666 Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden, which is my first guitar riff. And uh, okay. and then, you know, I kind of put the pencil down and picked up the guitar pick, and it just kind of took off from there, you know. And how old were you when you started to get into the guitar with your friend? Uh, I think I was about maybe 12, 13, around there. I started kind of dabbling a little bit, you know. Okay. Okay, great. So he was kind of your inspiration when you saw him playing? Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. I was like, wow, I was just watching his fingers. Like, I can, I can do that, you know. I think I can do that. And he was like, hey, check this out. So, And then, you know, I picked it up pretty easy. And, uh, you know, instead of instead of drawing as much, we used to get together and just jam. And he would, you know, show me some things. And, and nice. here we are. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. So, and any other interests as a kid? Were you involved in any types of sports or anything like that? Anything other that you can uh, pull from yeah, your past? Yeah, well, I was, sure. I mean, I was always, you know, playing sports. You know, I always, I was very, you know, very active in that. And, but my main thing was like BMX. You know, I was uh, big into oh, cool. BMX and jumping bikes and doing all these crazy tricks and stuff like nice. that. You know, so I was always, uh, I was always doing some, some crazy stuff with, with bikes, you know. Okay. All right. Very cool. Yeah. And in yes. your family, um, anyone in your family involved in any type of music or anything like that? Do you have any brothers or sisters? Mm, yeah, I have. I have an older brother. I have a younger sister. Um, and uh, you know, my brother was a big, big influence on me growing up. You know, he was four years older than me, so like, you know, he was. Uh, my first memories are just like listening to you know Black Sabbath and Aerosmith and. And, and Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix, and it was all because my brother was playing these these records, you know. So I kind of uh, some of my first memories were just listening to some, uh, some cool music. My mom used to play uh, the Beatles all the time, so okay. you know I grew up listening to that too. So yeah, but um, they they don't play. I mean, my brother Dabble, he plays a little bit, but uh, you know I I kind of, I kind of took it head on and, and, and you just, were the you one. Know, okay. Yeah, I think and- so. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you don't mind me asking, what does um, what do your siblings do for work? Anything that you you know? And again, feel free to share what you feel comfortable with. I don't want to you know. Yeah, yeah, no, my my brother, uh, he's uh, he he owns a big construction company here in Boston. And, okay. And uh, my uh, my sister's a guidance counselor uh, at a high oh, school. Nice. So uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and and what about middle, your parents? The middle. Uh, the my parents, one. yeah, they're just yeah. My my father was a doctor uh, for a while, and uh, okay, she uh, she's a uh, she's a hairdresser and stuff amongst many other things. But yeah, you know, they're really cool. They've always been super supportive of of my endeavors, and you know, it's, I'm really lucky to have uh, have such a great close family. That's great. That's great. Okay, yeah. so let's uh, we'll, yeah. we'll fast forward a little bit. So, like you said, you're 12 years old. You're hanging out with your friend. You definitely had a creative background with the you know, your hand already or drawing. I mean, you must have, some, yeah. you know, very good fine motor skills and your friend gets you interested in guitar. And from there, do you take any lessons, Dave, or do you just pretty much teach no, yourself? No, not really. No, it was, it was interesting. Again, you know, my brother, um, you know, he, he, it was funny. You know, I, I just started playing and, and, you know, he, he said to me one day, he's like, Dave, you know, he's like, uh, you know, we used to listen to Van Halen growing up and he's like, you know, Eddie Van Halen, he's like, I heard that, you know, he he played an acoustic Spanish style acoustic guitar with nylon strings and super wide frets, and and he played, uh, you know, with his fingers for a whole year before he picked up the the electric guitar. So, <laughs> so so I went and did that. I went and I bought an, an acoustic Spanish style guitar with nylon strings and like wow. wide frets, and I okay. and I played that with my just my fingers for a whole year. You know, and um, when that year was up, I just picked up the guitar and you know, electric guitar, and, and yeah. So it was, uh, it was, you know, he, he had a lot of influence on me uh, growing up with the guitar. You know, definitely, definitely. And and while you're moving, so Ron's eight years old, like you said, you moved to Florida for a couple of years. You moved back to Boston, and then you were also, like you said, in Mexico a little bit. You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, why were you moving around? Was it for your parents, you know, jobs or career? Yeah, yeah. My father, you know, he was, he was, uh, uh, well, my parents are from Ecuador, you know. Um, okay. But, you know, me and my brothers and sister, my brother and sister were born here, and, and, and my brother was born in Brooklyn, uh, and uh, me and my sister were born here in Boston. And, um, you know, he was uh, studying medicine, so, you know, he would, we, that's why we went to Florida, that's why we went to Mexico, you know, he was just uh, all over the place with it. So we were, you know, we were just following him around, and it was really nice to, to kind of grow up in a different culture like that, see different things, and you know, learn to speak another language and, and to get into that, you know, it's, it's really nice, really beautiful down there. So, uh, that's I great. learned a lot and yeah, it was really cool to, to kind of experience that. You know? No, that's great to have that opportunity. Like you said, to be exposed to just, you know, different cultures, experiences and really cool. Yeah. So how yeah. old were you then? Was Mexico the last place you went to before you then came back here? Yeah. Yeah. We, yep. Yep. We came back, uh, we came back in 88 and then, uh, you know, we came back to Boston and just my, you know, my brother had already been here. He was there for a little while in Mexico and he came back. And, uh, so we, you know, we, we came back in 88 and, and life, life went on and, you know, I kept on, kept on playing guitar and, you know, met my, uh, my first buddies in high school, you know, that really kind of influenced me on, you know, having a band and stuff. So, um, it's funny. I remember my first tryout for my first band <laughs> in high school, my buddy, my buddy, Vic, Vic Dobson, uh, awesome drummer, um, and uh, you know, he, he, they asked me to learn Night Train, <laughs> like I was a and I went there and, and played that. 
you know, I was like, yeah, okay, you're in. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was, it was great. So, you know, <laughs> nice. there was a, there was a lot of cool, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of friends in high school that were really great musicians, and so we all kind of just jammed together and and kind of came up together. And a few of us, you know, we went on to do some some pretty cool things. So, you know, it's a, it's really that's really, great. Uh, good network of so friends, you know. Definitely. And you don't, from what I've read, when I was doing some background on you, Dave, you play more than just guitar, correct? I've read that you play pretty much every instrument. Is that accurate? Um, no, I, I mean, I don't play every instrument, but, you know, I play drums, bass, guitar, you know. It's funny because, okay. like, uh, I was, um, for, well, you know, kind of skipping forward to, to our cast, I was kind of put in a situation where, like, I had all these these tools at my, at my, at my, at my feet, you know, so I just kind of learned them, you know, I learned how to play drums, just, you know, I always play with great drummers here in Boston, so I just kind of took little things that I kind of saw and learned from these guys and tried to do it myself, you know, and uh, it's interesting because sometimes you have an idea in your head and you just want to get it out and it's like, this is how I, you know, how, how I like it, this is how I hear it in my head and then, you right. know, I kind of present right. songs to everybody and then they, take it to another level you know but uh it's it's cool you know the bass guitar i play bass in emily's band you know uh, i play bass with another couple friends and, and you know me and emily we, we play in a few bands here in boston so you know we, we're uh, pretty busy and um yeah it's definitely it's always trying to learn 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 new stuff you know like yeah and i think that's interesting the way you said it too because sometimes you have like this idea in your head and it's hard to execute it if you can't actually have some you know, proficiency, so to speak, with the instrument. So I think I think that's great that you have the motivation to teach yourself that yeah. stuff and expand your skill set. So that's really cool. Right. So yeah. just like digressing back, and then we'll get into our cast and then start talking about Hand of the Tribe. So when you're you're yeah. in high school, like you said, you're dabbling in music. You know, playing with a lot of great musicians. After high school, do you decide to pursue music full time, or did you go on to any type of college or vocational school? Well, after high school, you know, I, I, all throughout high school, after high school, I was always playing. You know, that was always there. That's like the one thing that has consistently been, you know, a solid thing in life mm-hmm. is, is music and the, and the guitar. So, you know, you know, my, my folks kind of wanted me to go to college and, this and that. So I actually, <laughs> I went to I went to Newberry College for like I don't know half a semester uh, for culinary okay. arts. Believe it or not, out of all things. And, okay. uh, and, you know, and that didn't work. <laughs> so, you know, I remember the day just, you know, going, no, I, I have to play music. So I just quit that right. and just, you know, took, you know, just started spending way more time, you know, writing songs and kind of honing my craft. And, and, uh, okay. yeah, we played in, a, in some bands around town and, you know, it was, it was really fun. So while you were, you know, developing your craft, like you said, so to speak, were, did you have any interesting jobs that you were doing on the side? Yeah, I mean, you know, my family's always been in the in the construction business. You know, my father, my brother has a has a you know, nice business here in Boston, right. and, and the, the family's always you know been into that. So it's uh, you know we're, we're we're hard workers and get into some some cool cool projects with that. But that's always uh, that's all. That's so that's what you kind of did on the side to make money. You were working yeah. with your brother and stuff. Okay. Yeah, cool. working with my brother, working with the family, you know, and just uh, in between, you know, writing and playing and all that, just, you know, keeping busy with that and, and helping out the family, you know. That's great. No, that's great that you have that because, you know, some people have these random crazy jobs that they're doing while they're trying to, you know, get their music career up and running. So that's nice that you have the support of your family and, and be able to do that. All right. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. Yeah. Nice. So, um, okay, so let's get into talking about 
I guess, start to transition a little bit into Hourcast, because that's an interesting story. When I was reading about that, you know, from what I read, and let me know if I'm correct with this, was it around mm-hmm. 2001 that the band started to get together? Uh, well, no, I mean, uh, it was around, it was 1999 when I, when, uh, okay. when I, when I first uh, formed the band um, with uh, a good friend of mine, Jerry Clues. Um, and me and him kind of had this vision, this vision of like mixing, um, you know, electronica with, mm-hmm. with, you know, heavy, heavy drums and guitars, you know? And so, uh, you know, we, we were searching around for a, a good, you know, kind of DJ slash producer, producer type guy. And, um, and we found one in this guy, uh, uh Michael Villa of Denmark. And he was, uh, he was like spinning go trance and getting to all these crazy sounds and all this you know, really cool music, and that's kind of what we wanted to mix at the time. So, so the beginning of of our cast was, was actually uh, a band called DNA, and um, it was just us three writing songs. And you know, it was really cool. We did, you know, we put out a, a couple, you know, like a, an EP or two, three songs. I forget what it was, and uh, you know, we experimented with that. But um, the funny thing is, you know, uh, me and Jerry, you know, we we met each other because at the time, you know, I was in like this death metal band you know, called okay. Anomanis here in Boston. And he was in this band called Compost File. And so our band had played a couple of times and, 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 it, and, it, and it was pretty amazing. You know, it was pretty crazy and really good shows. And the bands broke up. Um, and so at the time I was just, you know, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to, I think I'm just going to stop playing, you know. I think I'm just going to just give up and just focus on, on, on the family business. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I did some good stuff in town, but, you know, I'm just going to give up. And it was strange, you know, as soon as I decided to kind of quit, um, you know, he came knocking on my door and had this really great idea putting this band together. And, you know, he offered me, I was offered a, a record deal. And, um, you know, we, we, we kind of started, you know, DNA and, things just kind of snowballed and, and one day I was just like you know I, I I like this music it's fun and stuff but I, I need to you know we're we're like hard rockers you know I want to play some right. some heavy stuff you know I've always been into right. Pantera and Metallica you know so so as soon as I started kind of writing some songs like that we were like oh okay yes well this is what we're supposed to be doing you know let's uh let's 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 find a lead singer and get a bassist in here and and then you know things kind of just uh, fell into place and, and that was like the beginning of our cast you know yeah, no, I mean, you guys, I, I listened to some of it yesterday. I spent a lot of time just going online, listening to Freak Show, and it was interesting because I wasn't necessarily totally familiar with the name of the band, but the music just sounded so familiar. So when I was checking out songs mm. like Freak Show, let me see what else I was listening yeah. to here, um, Attraction, you know, some of the songs that you had sent me links for, I was like, wow, I'm like, these sound really yeah. familiar in a way. Um, so you guys definitely, yeah. you know, had some great stuff out there. A lot of to me, it had some definitely had some tool vibe to it. You know, I was looking at the uh, mm-hmm. the video for Freeze. That was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that was a really cool yeah. song. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. definitely, I was like, wow, really kind of creepy. I like it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. A little dark, you know, a little, little, yeah. of, uh, you know, a little bit of that mixed in with some heavy riffs, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love the band. You know, it's it was great. We wrote some great songs and, and we did some really cool things, and I'm very thankful and grateful that. Uh, you know, I was able to experience that with uh, with everybody. So definitely. You know, so it, it what? Awesome. Just real quick, just to kind of talk a tiny bit about the band, and then we'll we'll move yeah. away from it. I know that um sure. Patrick McBride, who was the singer for it, it was an interesting story. It looked like 
I guess you guys had been communicating. He was living out in Missouri or something, and then mm-hmm. he flies in to kind of meet you guys. He's never met you guys, and it's kind of like he's already committed to the band. It was it was interesting. So <laughs> you know, take us a little bit on that journey. Yeah, yeah. So around the time that, you know, I started writing some, some heavier songs, um, you know, we were like, okay, we need to find somebody, you know, let's get somebody. So uh, we just uh, we were looking online, and we came across Patrick. And, um, um, you know, we were like, yeah, let's, let's fly him in and try him out. And, you know, I kind of, uh, I was like, we just kind of locked ourselves in the studio and uh, started writing some tunes, and, and it sounded really good. You know, he's got an amazing voice, and uh, he's a really, really great guy. And, um, you know, we all just kind of, everything just fell in place, and, you know, we just uh, we sat out on Patrick, and, you know, the rest is history, I guess. Right, right. And then you guys, you also put out, you know, you put out State of Disgrace, which was, I guess, yeah. was that a full-length album or was that an EP? Well, at first, you know, we, we, we released a, we released a five-song EP, and then um, we uh, released a full-length. And, um, yeah, you know, people really took to it. At the, for the time, it was it was just right, you know, and, and uh, it was just a certain vibe about the band, and, and you know, the next thing you know, you know, we we got an offer to, to tour with Seven Dust. You know, they took us out on our first national tour, which really opened our eyes to the way how wow. things, you know, really really are. You know, and and right. then it was like wow, wow. You know, we learned a lot, and you know, I'm super grateful and thankful for every show, every tour, every experience that that, that I had with with all these bands that I grew up with and loved. You know, so it was really a uh, it's really awesome to, to kind of live that for that many years and to see how things are kind of from the inside, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, and just learned a lot, you know, learned a lot of, of, of touring with these big bands that I always looked up to. What would you say if you could think of, you know, just off the top of your head, Dave, what were, you know, a couple of the really positive things you learned and what were some of the, and I don't want to say negative things, but things that you learned that you were like, wow, I never realized this about this industry and you know I understand from interviewing so many different national bands how challenging it could be and you know disheartening at times so you know what were some things that stood out to you well you know it's it's really difficult you know like uh, like you said to kind of get off the ground you know being an independent band um, mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of kind of hoops you got to jump through and, and things you got to kind of cater to but you know it's uh, it's it really all comes down to the music you know, and uh, I feel like if the music is there and it's good enough, the people will decide whether you stick around or not, you know. Right. And, um, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to get a good response and, and you know, uh, have all these amazing experiences and uh, these tours. And it was just amazing. You know, uh, I, I never really knew how things were, you know, on on that level. And uh, it was just, it was just really cool. So, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the experiences that we, that we did, you know. Okay. All right, cool. So let's do this. Let's, um, I want to fit two songs in tonight. So um, we're going to come back, of course, and start talking about how uh, Hands of the Tribe came together and this new project yeah. that you guys have, which is, which yeah, is great yeah. right now. And you have awesome songs. So let's cool. talk, uh, tell me a little bit about Everything is Love, which is the, First single you guys released off of the EP in Digitalist, and um, yep. yeah, just tell us a little bit about the track. Why did you choose that one first? What's the uh, what's the kind of meaning <clears throat> behind it? Yeah, well, everything is love. It's just kind of like you know, it's like a reminder, you know, in a way that life is kind of fragile, and I, I believe everything, you know, life is all about love, 
you know, kind of ask the questions, you know, why why is there so much hate, poverty, war, wicked politicians, you know, the list goes on and on and on. You know, why, why have we made things like this? So it's kind of just a reminder that, you know, everything is love. Everything should be about love, you know. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. So, cool. Um, Very I, cool. I, I felt like it was a really good track and it's a grooving track. And, you know, the the, the album, you know, we, we actually have 13 songs recorded. Um, so it was kind of hard to pick which one, you know. But uh, that one I feel kind of, uh, you know, represents, you know, a little bit more about what we're about, you know, some heavy grooves. So, yeah, that's the that's that was a good track to start off with. Definitely. And real quick, are you planning on doing like a full length at some point? Is it just like an initial EP you're releasing with the goal of yeah. putting it all together? Kind of. Yeah. No, the EP okay. is just kind of to you know to to build some awareness, you know, to get sure. people into the songs, the band. Yeah. You know, we actually uh, we 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 shot two music videos um, with a uh, with this awesome director, um, Collier Landry and Jen Page. Uh, they're out in California. And my drummer, Michael Debastian, um, I guess uh, Collier had done, you know, a couple of the Sublime videos. And, and oh, wow. um, my drummer, you know, he, he made it into the video and he got along with Collier pretty well. And, you know, they became buddies and, and you know, Mike was like, hey, you got to listen to my band. And, you know, Collier really dug it. So we, we flew out there and shot two music videos, um, you know, in this huge warehouse in, in, in North Hollywood. Nice. And um, over a weekend, you know, and um, yeah, so we have two music videos that are that are pretty, you know, they're, they're pretty awesome, and 13 songs that are that are you know ready to go. So I'm just, you know, I put out the EP just to kind of, like I said, you know, build awareness and get the buzz out there about the new band, and uh, and you know, try to try to get some people's attention for the yeah, uh, full. Yeah, I think uh, no, it's it's a great EP, and I think that's a very smart move too on your behalf because I think. Yeah, putting a few songs out rather than putting everything out there at once and kind of milking it, so to speak. So, like you said, you can kind of build that momentum. So, I think it's a great idea. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, let's do this. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to check out Everything is Love, and then we'll come back and continue with the interview. All right, sounds good. All right, hold on, Dave. All right, everyone, you're listening to Hands of the Tribe. Be sure to uh, check out their video, which is out right now. It's on Vivo. And you can also uh, go to I uh, sorry long day <laughs> go to YouTube and check it out. But uh, everything is love. It's a great track, and like you said, it really captures what these guys are all about. So um, check out the song, and be sure to pick up a copy of their EP in Digitalist, which is currently out. And we'll be back in a moment.
everyone. Welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show. Again, Hands of the Tribe with their hit single, Everything is Love. Please check it out now and pick up a copy of this amazing album. Or, sorry, I keep saying album. EP right now. It will be an album at some point. Uh, titled In Digital List, and it is out right now. So uh, check it out on iTunes and all of the major digital sites. All right, waiting for this to connect. All right, Dave, sorry about that. There was a bit of a delay with the connection. Awesome. No, stuff. Really, good. really great stuff. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Really great stuff. So um, let's talk a little bit about what was the time period between when our cast ended and then you decided to form Hand of the Tribe if there was, you know, any type of period between that. Yeah, um, there was There was a, There was was actually a couple of years, you know, um, I'd always just been in the in the writing mode, you know, writing songs for our cast. Just you know, our cast is constantly, constantly coming up with with tunes and beats and ideas and riffs and stuff. And and that was just like my role, you know. That's what I was used to doing for for so many years. So then, uh, you know, we went out with uh, Black Label Society and, and all that remains. Um, we did the Uranium tour, and um, nice. shortly after that, the band disbanded. And, um, you know, I just basically continued doing what I always did. I just wrote songs and, you know, just uh, spent time in my studio just writing guitar riffs, you know. And, and uh, next thing you knew, I just had a, a whole bunch of, you know, song ideas. And uh, I thought, I figured, you know, well, all right, now i gotta got to find a, a, a singer, you know. What are we going to do about right. a singer? And, and so... Uh, you know, finally I was just like, yeah, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, do it myself. You know, I'm going to see if I can kind of, you know, challenge myself and, and take on that role of singing and playing and doing that. And, 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 uh, you know, all of a sudden it just kind of fell into a big yes. You know, everything sounds, sounded great. You know, the song sounded good. And, and it's sometimes a little difficult to play and sing guitar. Uh, I'm sorry, play guitar and sing at the same time. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just uh, practiced a whole bunch and, you know, just kind of, Got over that, and and uh, and the next thing you know, I had all these tunes, and 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 I did it. You know, I didn't do it like I kind of did a little bit at a time. I would spend like a few weeks on it, and then like a couple months would go by, and then a, another couple weeks, and you know, on and off for for about you know, I'd say more like a year and a half, maybe two years. Wow. And then okay. um, yeah, and then so, so and real then, quick, you know, finally, off. yeah. Not to interrupt you, I just want to digress a tiny bit. What led yeah. to you know, in terms of whatever you feel comfortable again sharing, of course, what led to our cast disbanding? Uh, well, basically there was just a rift in the band, you know, and um, right. uh, it, w- it was just, uh, you know, things got a little tricky at that point, you know, um, we were throwing a bunch and, and things just kind of uh, took a, took a, took a left turn. And um, right. you know, next thing you know, it was just, the band was, was over. Um, and, but, um, you know, like I said, I just, uh, continue, continue doing my thing and, oh, yeah, and, definitely. and turn, turn into Hand of the Tribe, which is really cool. Yeah. So. No, it's great. So like you said, um, before Hand of the Tribe, had you ever fronted any bands or this is the first time that you've ever <laughs> even taken this on? No, I mean, <laughs> back, back in the day, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we there, there was this club here called the Rat, you know, um, and okay. it's a legendary punk, punk rock club. And uh, and you know, I, a buddy of mine used to play there a lot. You know, he was 
Dave, you got a really good voice, man. You know, you should sing. Come, come down and sing and play. And I'm like, oh, I was just a little, little intimidated by singing and playing for some reason. You know, I always just focused. I just wanted to be that guitarist, you know, that really right. guitar right. player. But, but uh, you know, my buddy, he had a studio, and he'd ask me to come down and a song. And then, you know, that kind of turned into, hey, you know, we got this band, you know, that's, you know, we called it, it was, it was called Ribcage. And uh, we did like, <laughs> I think we did a couple shows uh, at the Rat. And, um, you know, that was like my first taste at singing and playing. And, uh, and, it, and I felt pretty comfortable doing it. But, you know, the band broke up. It wasn't really that serious of a band. But, you know, we were just more like having fun. But that kind of mm-hmm. left the impression on me, like, whoa, I think I can do this, you know. So when, uh, when you know, came time to looking looking for a singer, I just started, you know, kind of laying out vocal ideas down, and you know, and and my girlfriend Emily, she was, you know, she was like, wow, Dave, you know, I don't know why you're looking for a singer because it really sounds really good. And so I, you know, I'd let some other people hear it. They're like, holy crap, you need to sing, you know. So I just, uh, you know, I just took it on myself, and and um, that's you know, great. I think it sounds okay. pretty good. Yeah, I think it sounds awesome. I mean, it sounds like you've always fronted a band, I'll tell you that much. So take that as a, <laughs> a nice compliment. But, um, yeah, nice. no, that was interesting. I didn't even know that you and Emily were together. It was funny. I was, like, posting on her page before, and I was like, oh, they're dating, or they're in a relationship. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny. yeah. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we're going on, like, four years. Four oh, years. wow, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Nice. So. So yeah. this will be an interesting story then. So, okay, so like you said, you take kind of a, a year and a half to your hiatus from our cast. You know, you're you're writing a lot of your own stuff. You decide that you're going to be the singer slash, you know, songwriter and guitarist for your new project. Yeah. And so yeah. when do you decide to start bringing the other members on and just, you know, I always, I'm always interested in hearing how that develops and, and how yeah. you met the other people that you, <clears throat> you, that became a part of it. Yeah, so um, you know, my my friend Mike Odabashian, you know, amazing, amazing drummer. Um, mm-hmm. you know, some people you just feel really comfortable playing with and, and I've always just had this comfortable vibe with, with Mike, you know, like it's just awesome. Like he's just he knows I love how he plays. So, you know, after the band broke up, um, you know, we just got together, started writing some songs and uh, you know, I wanted to uh I wanted you know, obviously wanted him to be the drummer. Um, but uh, he also played in a, in a few other bands. Um, but yeah, you know, we just went in the studio, recorded a bunch of songs with a good, really good friend of uh, of ours, Jim Foster, over at Red Thirteen Media. And um, you know, he uh, he was he was in a, another mutual band here in Boston. Um, and uh, amazing producer, engineer, singer songwriter, Jim Foster. And so he you know he recorded us, and uh, you know we had we had a bunch of songs, and and you know I I. Uh, I actually did the bass and the guitar and sang on it, and Mike played the drums um, on on most of it. Uh, and um, you know, that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of how it came about. You know? And real just, quick, uh, how did you off. how did you know Mike, Dave? Was it someone you've known just for a while from the music well, scene? Yeah, well, you know, uh, going back to kind of like the high school days, you know, okay. uh, I had a I had a I had a band uh, with my uh, with my really good friend uh, Kevin Frazier, Michael Bastian. Michael Bashian and uh, uh, Raj Roger Colella, and um, uh, he was he was in a version of, of of this band called Dizzy Buddha. You know that was like my first kind of real band. With actually the, the bass player at the time for the first incarnation of Dizzy, of Dizzy Buddha was was John Lamont, and so okay. uh, you know we got together and started playing. You know we used to do like Pantera cover songs and Black Sabbath and stuff, and and uh, that's kind of uh, how we got into that. But yeah, you know it, okay. it, it nice. started from okay. started from there. You know. 
Okay. So like you said, you guys go into the studio with Jim Foster, you're recording a bunch of stuff. So then where does it progress from there that you decide to bring Emily in as the guitarist? And she's an amazing talent. I know she plays other instruments. She plays, like you said, in various mm-hmm. other bands. And then you also mm-hmm. bring um, Justin Plant on board to his bass. Yeah, yeah, Justin, amazing, amazing bassist, great, great guy. You know, him and Mike had played in a bunch of bands before, so that was the chemistry was already there. And you know, and it was cool because you know when uh when I when I met Emily, you know, when we first got together, you know, we kind of made this this pact, you know, like so she had her own band, you know, I I I'd come from our cast, I've always had my you know my, my thing going, and she needed mm-hmm. a bass player, and I and I needed a guitarist. So we kind of made this this pack, like okay, you know, I'll I'll, I'll take care of your bass duties. You you know, you play some some heavy guitars in my band, and we'll just we'll just truck nice. through and, and you know push our respective projects, you know, and uh, and yeah, and that's that's kind of how it all came about. And the, the thing too is Emily is an amazing singer songwriter. She's really great with lyrics. I'm not the best lyricist, you know, but she okay. she uh, she helped me write a lot of the lyrics for for the uh, for the uh, Hand of the Tribe songs. And um, you know that was a that was a really cool collaboration, really cool, really cool help to have her very you know, cool. mindset on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean you guys are just again watching the video and seeing you guys together. I mean definitely have a great camaraderie and just you know just solid, very seasoned musicians and and mm-hmm. projects you have mm-hmm. going here. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, how'd you come up with uh, the name Hand of the Tribe? Tell us about that. I'm always curious to hear about the band name and. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, again, you know, um, so basically, you know, I was just hanging out with M one night and, you know, we're just like, man, what are we going to call this? You know, we're going to call this band. And you know, <laughs> I was kind of like, well, I, I kind of like, you know, I want, you know, something tribal, you know, like something, some tribe, something. Mm-hmm. Boom. She was like, how about Hand of the Tribe? I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds really cool, you know. So we kind of we just went with that, and that's that's pretty much how it came about, you know. Okay, cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, what, and, and what, also, you know. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. I was saying, you know, like like the meaning of of the tribe. You know, it's more like a like a kind of like a symbol representing the collective power of of man's unifying unifying force for justice, and human rights, and like use the hand as a symbol that like shows unity. You know, so it's, it's nice. kind of uh, it's kind of kind of deep, you know. Yeah, I think it's deep, and I think there's some symbolism to you guys too, because like it sounds like all of you guys together as the group, you know, have a unity, have a bond. So I think that it really represents who you guys are, too, in terms of what you're looking for, hopefully on a more universal level, so to speak. Yes, exactly right, right. Definitely. Cool. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, check out one of my favorite tracks, personally, was Moonwalk. I thought it was just a great track. I love the guitar riffs. I mean, really, really cool stuff you have going on with that one. So tell us a little bit about it, you know, maybe from a different perspective, if you can reflect back on where were where were you when you were writing this? What might have been going on? If you know, if you can pull in some interesting information. Um, yeah, um, we were kind of uh, we were kind of living out in the woods at the time, you know, and it was. Uh, I, I I like I like kind of you know heavy rock ballads, you know. I think I think they're they're really cool, and you know I just I just like writing them, and um, I kind of just fell 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 upon the groove, fell upon this guitar riff. And, uh, you know, just kind of one thing leads to another, and, and then here you have this great song at the end, you know. I was wa- walking around with this melody in my head, and I had this guitar lick in, in my head, and, you know, just one day just sat down in the studio and just kind of put it together. And, um, you know, I think it uh, I think it sounds really cool, and uh, I hope people dig it, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. I mean, again, every song stands out on your EP, but that was definitely one that just, you know, in addition to everything else, it really captured my attention pretty quickly. So, um, all right, cool, Dave. Well, let me put you on hold, and we'll check this song out, and then we'll be back, okay? All right, sounds good. All righty, cool. All right, everyone, again, Dave Henriquez from Hands of the Tribe. Be sure, like I said, to pick up a copy of their album, In Digitalist, which is out right now. We're going to check out one of my personal favorites, Moonwalk. I hope that uh, they do a video or something for this one and also release this as a single because it's a great track. So check it out, and we'll be back in a moment.
All right, everyone, again, Moonwalk by Hand of the Tribe, another great track off of their EP in Digitalist, which is out right now. So pick up a copy, check these guys out, go to their Facebook page, fan them, become a friend of them, and uh, definitely start to follow them. They've got some major great songs in the works, and there's a lot of big things to come for these guys. I definitely can anticipate that happening. All right, Dave, really, really cool All right. stuff. Really cool. cool. And I like that thank song you. because I think it shows, like you said, just another side of you guys as musicians and just, again, what you're capable of in terms of your songwriting and right. musicianship. So really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites, too. I, I love the kind of vibe and music that's, you know, it's, it's really cool. Really cool. And really quick, I wanted to let you know that uh, Craig Stegel is in the chat room, and I know he did a review on you guys. And um, yes, he's actually how I found awesome. out about you guys. It was from him. Oh, I saw that, that review. Yeah, that's yeah. how I found out about you. <laughs> that's awesome. Craig is the man, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's great. So I definitely wanted to let, uh, you know, that, that he's in there, and he says, Henrock rocks, and uh, he's definitely yeah. uh, cheering you guys on. Yeah, he's the man. Tell him thank you so much. He's, he's awesome. Cool, cool. Yeah, he's another huge uh, person that's passionate about music, and he's done a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. That that doesn't sound right good. (laughs) He's done a lot of great things for uh, musicians out there. I mean, he's really someone who supports the industry and the scene and helping people get to another level. So, again, thanks thanks to Craig for tuning in and uh, checking it out tonight. Yes, thank you, Craig. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so um, let's see. Where can we go from here in terms of what's uh, what's in store for you guys? What are you looking to do now, you know, moving forward? Where are you at? Yeah, well, we're looking to, uh, I mean, you know, I just I just really want to get back on the road and start playing shows. You know, I really, really am, uh, am itching to, to get back out there and just get into people's faces and just kind of introduce the band, you know, because I really believe, mm-hmm. like, you know, playing locally is cool. I like doing that. It's fun, but, you know, after kind of, doing some of these these bigger tours and, <clears throat> and these bigger shows it's like you know i just i just want to get back to that and i really feel like if i can get in front of some 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 big crowds and, and just expose the music to to the right you know to the fans and just uh get everyone's attention i think we have a good shot at, at doing something really really great here you know yeah definitely have you guys i mean are you currently managing everything on your own do you have any you know label interest or any management that you're working with um, you know, we, we've I've I've spoken to a couple labels, you know, but uh, nothing has really kind of come out of it. You know, it's okay. it's always tricky when you when you're dealing with that. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I, I don't know. You know, things are a little bit different these days. So I'm kind of hoping that you know, that with the release of this EP, you know, we can kind of get some get some attention going and and again, get uh, get back out on the road and start touring, which is really my main focus. You know, I really want to get back out there and just. Uh, just play for people, you know, and just, just do it every night, you know, in a different city and just, just rock out, you know. Definitely. So are you saying you're just looking mainly for someone to help manage you guys to get you on like bigger tours oh, and no. that you want to kind of yeah. keep, keep the music mainly more independent, so to speak, in terms of you guys manage that aspect well, of it? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we do have management, uh, uh, Colin, she's our manager. Uh, she's, oh, okay, she's cool. really cool. She, yeah, she's really cool, and she's been helping us out a bunch. And uh, yeah, we're looking to uh, to to speak with you know different uh, promoters and booking agents and, and try to uh, you know get on some some tours, possibly for the fall or something. Um, and and just you know just 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 get on the road and, and hit it, you know. 
Definitely. Well, if you come to the East Coast, yeah. well, I'm, you are on the East Coast, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm located on this coast too, so I definitely want to, you sure. know, if you come to my area, check you guys out. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope to be playing it all over the place. You know, I just, that's, that's, that's where it's at, you know, touring, yeah. playing live shows, well, you know, that's, that's what I want to do. Yep, you've done it before, and, you know, again, you guys come from a really seasoned background. You know, why don't you give a little bit of background information on each of the members, because I know each of them, you know, in their bios, yeah. they've all done some major stuff, as well as, of course, you yourself. Yeah, you know, Emily, she's super, super talented, multi-instrumentalist. Um, you know, she's uh, she's toured with some some really cool, amazing musicians, Um and if, oddly enough, funny enough, she she's she was on this on this TV show called Rocker Moms uh, up in Canada, and okay. uh, that is really yeah it's, that's pretty uh, pretty interesting to watch and, and just to see her um, you know <laughs> on TV. But she's done a lot of big things you know toured with toured with some really uh, some really big names and and so hasn't everyone else in the band you know Mike Odebashian he uh, he actually just got off tour um, drumming uh, with uh, Kicking Harold. Uh, from from back in the day, uh, he was they went out with uh, the Winery Dogs, and so oh, he cool. just did a tour okay. with those guys. And and um, mm-hmm. you know he's like I said he's a he's an amazing musician. And uh, and Justin like you know he's he's played a bunch. Um, you know I know him from way back back in the day. And you know we've all done our fair share of some pretty cool cool touring and big shows and stuff. So you know we're all just kind of ready, just waiting and ready to 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 hit it again. You know so so it's pretty exciting. You know? That's great. That's great. Well, again, you guys have done it before. I'm sure you're going to do it again. And hopefully from everything you've learned from your past experiences, even hopefully push it to another level this time, even grander than what you did before. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of what we're shooting for. You know, everyone's done it, done some cool stuff, but I really feel like this band kind of, uh, you know, is, is, is it, you know, I really put my heart and soul right in these songs and, and, um, you know, from, you know, we're getting some good, some good reviews and some good feedback and people are really digging it. And, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's, it's really all about the tunes, you know, they, they will decide whether you, whether you stick around or not. And, uh, and I think we got a good chance, you know, so hopefully, hopefully that Absolutely. happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us some interesting things. What do you guys like to do on the side when you're not writing and recording and singing and touring and all that stuff? Any interesting hobbies that people have in the band? Yeah, I mean everyone, you know, everyone has has this thing. You know, Justin's an amazing. Uh, uh, he's an amazing artist. You know, he. Okay. Everyone has. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's he's really talented. Um, you know, Mike. He's he plays like I said. He plays with a bunch of different bands. Um, and, and Emily and me and Emily, we play, uh, you know, in literally like five, five bands here in Boston. You know, oh we, have, we have a band called, <laughs> we have a band, uh, you know, called the Smooth Reviewer. It's like a, you know, it's like a, a, a you know, we do benefits for the, for the one fund, for the for firefighters, you know, for all, nice. all different kind of, kind, kinds of benefits. Um, and, uh, and then we also have a rock reggae band, um, which is awesome. And oddly enough, I'm playing with, a couple of the guys that I was friends uh, from from high school, uh, Kevin Frazier and Roger Colella, and so uh, so I'm I'm jamming with those guys again, and, and Emily is playing saxophone and singing. I'm playing guitar and singing, and um, we wow. actually have a show this this Friday. Uh, we're playing at the Paradise in Boston um, at, uh, and we're opening up for Badfish, and uh, it's, oh, it's really great. cool. Really Very great cool. band, you know. It's really yeah. cool jamming with my, with my with my brothers again, and and um, you know that that's real exciting. So. 
you know, that, that has a good thing going. And, and there's, uh, you know, obviously the hand of the tribe, you know, we, we have so much music going on. It's, it's uh, we're, we're that that's our hobby. That's that's just all we okay. do is, is play. You know. So. <laughs> Any downtime? Do you watch movies? Anything? Do you read books? Anything like that that you like to do yeah, on the side yeah, when you have a yeah, we, a minute to relax? <laughs> yeah, you know, we we just chill out. I mean, really. I mean, even when we're at home, we're you know we're just picking up the acoustic guitars and singing, and it's wow. really always it's always like you know our house is just filled with instruments, and and it's just uh, it's all about music, and it's great. You know, I, I couldn't be happier. You know. It's awesome. That's great. To experience all these things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Really well, cool. when you find a, a passion like that, I mean, I love hearing stuff like you guys that just are so passionate about what you do. It's just like, wow. It's like to find something like that. And I'm hoping my radio show at some point, maybe we'll get to that level because I more and more I'm getting just, you know, more and more passionate about it and, and really want to yeah. bring it to another level too. So I'm hoping that, yeah, maybe at some point, yeah. you never oh, know. I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome. I'm, just, I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah, Dave, I mean, it was so great having you on and promoting the album, promoting the song. So, yeah, please, you know, in any closing uh, statements, you know, let people know where they can find you, your social media sites, where they can pick up Indigitalist and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, our Facebook page, um, you know, please go there, you know, come by, give us a like, check out the uh, the video. And, uh, you know, we have a website, com. Um, and our, our, our debut EP in Digitalis is available on iTunes and a whole bunch of other places online, so check that out. But, uh, yeah, we have the video up on, 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 on YouTube, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely check out the music. It's, it's definitely worth the five bucks, and, um, yeah, it's, it's some good stuff, and hopefully uh, we'll be seeing everybody out on tour. Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, cool. again, you're always welcome back on in the in the future when you decide to release a full length. You know, please keep in touch with me. Definitely, we'll bring you back on to promote that yeah. when that comes out too. Absolutely, definitely will. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah, Dave. No, it was a pleasure. I look forward to keeping in touch with you and wish you guys much success to come in the future with uh, Hand of the Tribe. Looking forward to see what's going to happen with you guys. Awesome. Thanks again, Carrie. Thank you so great. much. Dave. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Cool. Have a great night. Okay, Bye. take care. You too. Bye. All right, everyone. Dave Enriquez from Hand of the Tribe. Really cool stuff that these guys have going on. So please pick up a copy of their album, In Digitalist, which is out now, like he said, on iTunes. And really great video for their song, Everything is Love. So a lot of great things in store to come for these guys. And uh, I have nothing but positive thoughts that these guys are going to hit it big. Um, so let's see. Who do I have coming up on the show? Right, you got to go to my Facebook page. So please... Become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. I have tons of interviews in the works. Uh, Hard Rock Band Wilson's going to be coming on. I'm going to be working on setting that up. Uh, we're looking forward to hopefully getting Trivium on. I just uh, got wind last night that I'm hopefully crossing my fingers. They're going to be coming on the show. Sick Puppies is coming on later this month. So, again, a lot of stuff in the works. And, again, once again, please check out the podcast. There's over 200 interviews I've done. They're on iTunes. You can also check them out on my site. And you can stream them. They're all for free. You can download them, stream them, listen to them in the car. I hope people can see I really, uh, you know, put a lot of effort and time into preparing these interviews and hopefully take people on a really cool journey where you're going to hear some great things and interesting things about these artists that you won't hear anywhere else. Um, please follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. And also befriend me on Facebook. I have two personal pages if one of them is maxed out because it kind of hits that 5,000 limit. Just uh, find me on the other one because I also love to keep in touch with people that way, too. 
So thank you so much for tuning in. Also, there will be a podcast available. So if you tuned in late, you can uh, download or stream the interview shortly after we go off the air. And definitely check these guys out again. Hand of the Tribe, great bands, and uh, nothing but success for these guys to come in the future. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and have a great night.